This episode is brought to you by Coconut Oil. Coconut oil is great for acne scarring, it's great for putting it in your hair and helping it get a little bit greasier, and it's really great for uh, using it to jerk off. So if you guys want to have a good time tonight, pick up some coconut oil. I highly recommend it. I'm not a big lotion guy. Um, You know when you fucking, if you try to beat off with lotion, at least for me, I fucking put lotion on, right? I, I, I lather it up on my fucking dick. And it gets like in your, it, it gets in your dick and that fucking stings so goddamn bad. And then I figure like, okay, maybe it's because it's the fragrance, right? Maybe it's, or maybe it's not organic. Maybe there's something in this that's fucking me up. And, uh, I went to go get like hemp lotion or something that was like non-scented, uh, tried to use that. And my, like, you're supposed to get a body high from it. So my dick fucking was, like, not throbbing, but, like, hurt. It was stinging. And uh, I don't know if that was, like, I got it it high. I don't really know what happened there. Maybe my dick had, like, a body high. But it fucking stung, is my point. And uh, coconut oil has always been the go-to thing for me. I'm not really a big, like, I want to fucking lather up and, like, get in bed and fucking go to town with a bottle of lotion. I don't really do that. I usually like fucking just do a dry, but if if I do use something on my dick when I jerk off, um it's definitely coconut oil. So I recommend it for you guys. Now, I know you didn't really ask uh for me to like you didn't really think that you were going to listen to this podcast and hear why you should jerk off with uh one, one thing or another, right? And, you know, that's fine because it's my podcast, so I can kind of do what I want. Um, and if you're a girl, you know, hey, use fucking, use it. Maybe you could, I don't think girls use lotion on when they fucking flick, flick the bean, you know? All right, well, we're good on that. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to be talking, I don't know what the fuck that intro was. Maybe I should, you know. We're gonna we're gonna keep it. Today's episode, we're talking about the honeymoon phase. We're talking about arguing. We're talking about fucking shitty times in relationships because I know I do this a lot, and like relationships is a common theme. And I almost wanted to just make a fucking separate podcast about like sex and relations and all that, but no, you fucking this is what you get. You know, you think it's a sneaker podcast. You turn it on. You hear me talking about beating off and like bad sex experiences and that's what this is. I'm a fucking 20-year-old guy and you know a lot of hormones are going and I like to tell you guys when shit's happening in my sex life. So, here it fucking goes. Um last night I had a girl over and uh it was great, you know. I haven't seen her in a, in a while and we've been talking for a bit, but I've known her my whole life. And I'm not going to give you guys the boring fucking story. I'm just going to tell you why. Like, I'm, I'm going to sum it up. When you know somebody that's, you've known them for fucking years, right? And you hang out and there's that, like, instant chemistry. That is, like, the fucking best shit in the world. Because if you meet someone on Tinder, it, this isn't what it feels like for me. When I meet someone online, I have to, like, force myself to care, right? If I see someone that I haven't seen in a few years, I already know, like... I know who she was when we were in freshman year and junior year. I've seen this person evolve. So I know that like if I was into her then and I've seen her evolve and I'm still into her now, then I'm going to be fucking good because there's nothing there, there's no like surprise, right? When you meet a girl from Tinder and then 
which I don't even know if I told you guys this story, but um, met a girl from Tinder once, and my, like, me and my brothers asked this question that's like, what's the worst thing you've ever done? And uh, it's like a funny thing, but it's kind of dark, but it's like, it's just funny for us. I don't fucking know. So, you know, some people say, like, I bullied a kid. Some people say I fucking yelled at my mom and called her a cunt. Or whatever it is. There's some dark shit. One girl, I asked her, what's the worst thing you've ever done? And I don't even, maybe I don't even want to say what the thing was. It was like extremely racist. And like, it was just fucked up. I'm not even, I'm actually not even going to say it. Because if someone clips that, then I'm like fucked. It was like extremely fucked up and racist as shit. And rather than me, like, laughing and, like, thinking it was funny, I remember telling my brother, and he was like, holy fuck, like, you need to get the fuck out of that. And I did. Um, But, you know, meeting someone, I don't like to have a, I don't like there to be a surprise. Also, there was another girl that I was talking to that we hung out, and she told me all this fucking shit, and we were having fun, and I make a lot of jokes that are like, I would kill myself. So I, and I get that it's not really the funniest joke, but my go-to thing is like, if, if it's like an over-exaggerated, like I would kill myself if I was in that like position. It's just something I say. Um, and a lot of people fucking say it too, but I said that to her and then she started crying because she knew someone really close. I think it was her brother that killed himself. And it was like, dude, I didn't fucking know that. Okay. I get if you say like, hey, please don't say that joke around me. It's not funny. It's fucking dark. And my brother did that. Okay, I get that. But she like cried and then made it like flipped it on me. And then I have to sit there and be like, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it. And then it's so fucking dumb. So chemistry is fucking key, right? Now, there's a thing called the honeymoon phase. And that's kind of why I wanted to give you that little story in the background about the chemistry was because... Um, the honeymoon phase, I, I Googled this. So I'm reading what it says on Google at the beginning of a good relationship. Everything seems perfect. You and your partner agree on everything. You want to do the same activities on the weekends and you always look great and shiny and happy. I don't fucking know what that even means. Uh, they call this the honeymoon stage because in olden days we'd be married by now and going on honeymoons. So this is a very real thing, right? Um, the honeymoon phase, let me get a picture in the background. Fucking honeymoon phase images. This is a cute picture, right? Um, the honeymoon phase is very real, and I think that it's it should always it should always fucking be like this. You know when you like you're first talking to someone and you're going out and you guys are learning about each other and it's just really sweet and great, and then there's literally one fucking day where shit has just fucking changed. That is the worst period. And I think that the key is that when if that day hits, like it's you're done. You're fucking done. If you guys already had the honeymoon phase and then like a month later something happens and the fucking chemistry is ruined and you don't really tr- trust each other, like you're fucking over. It's not going to it's literally it's not going to work. So I don't know why the fuck you're dating. It's not going to work. Um so I had this like, I feel like that's what I'm in right now with this girl I'm talking to. It's like, it's a little, kind of rushed, but in a good way. It's like, we're hitting it off. We had a good night together. We, She's one of the girls, like last time, um, my last relationship, that's like, I can't, we can't do anything sexual. So 
naturally my brain like is fucking all of a sudden like more attached than I should be. Um, and you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't really know why I'm talking about this, but it's just the fucking topic of the day. Um, it's just shitty, you know, and I had a relationship with this girl that I told you guys about and two fucking months in, okay, which is extreme red flag. We were talking for like five or six months before we actually made it official. So we finally made it official and two months in, she's like hanging out with her ex and smoking weed and like doing fucking sketchy shit. If you guys are in that position, just this is what you have to do. Maybe you're, maybe you're confused on what to say. Here's what you text her or him. You say, Hey, I'm fucking not doing this. See ya. And then she, and then done. And then she's going to text you and be like, what are you fucking saying? Like, what do you mean? Or the guy's going to text you and be like, babe, what the fuck? Stop. And you just, you're just done because the minute there's a fucking red flag, we got to be, that's, if there's any point that you can take of what I'm fucking saying right now, here's what it is. If you're in a relationship or you're going to be in a relationship, the first fucking red flag that comes from it, just be done. Because you could give them a second chance, but the chances of that fucking working out, I feel like is so fucking slim. Like the guys that bounce back from a second chance and really just like turn their shit around, it's rare. It is possible or girls, uh, it's fucking rare, you know? Like, my girlfriend, when I was fucking younger, gave me a second chance, and I fucked it up, you know? I cheated on her. She was like, I'll give you a second chance. I cried and told her, like, all this shit. Gave me a second chance. What did I do? Cheated again. Oops. You know? What the fuck did you... And then, I, and then I don't know how the fuck I got the third chance, but I did, and then she cheated on me, and I was like, oh, okay, well, deserve that. But, um... Yeah, it's just like you got to just be done. Just if the honeymoon phase ends before your fucking third year of dating, it's fucking your relationship is doomed and you shouldn't be dating. Now, I'm going to move forward from this because I mean, we we get it. Right there we get what the honeymoon phase is. I explained it. Phase? Is that what it's called? Stage? Um, so I asked my followers, I said, Hey guys, tell me about the worst argument you've ever had. And not a lot of people shared with me because I guess it's a more personal question. Um, I'm super open when it comes to shit like this, but I guess a lot of people were like, dude, you're totally trying to get in my relationship like that. You don't need to ask that question. Like, fuck you, man. I like, then don't answer it. That's fine. Don't message me and get like mad. I should have, I should have posted that fucking guy. But um, I asked people, you know, share me some of your fucked up relationship stories, arguments, and all that. Now, here's mine. I'm going to start with mine because it's probably more fucked up than all of these. Uh, and it's definitely a little bit more deep than all of these. But when I was a kid, this is fucking, like, this is deep, okay? So I might explain it in a dumb way. But trust me, there's something fucking here that is, like, psychological or whatever the fuck that word is that means, like, how your brain thinks. Um, so when I was a little kid, you guys know that I, my, my parents were pretty loud, um, and in a good and bad way. And my mom yelled a lot. Right. So I always, I was, I feared like yelling in general. Um, if my mom yelled at me one, I probably deserved it, but it was like very fucking loud. Like it wasn't just like yelling. It was like really fucking loud yelling. Um, (laughs) so she yelled at me and I would always like cry or like get sad. 
And the first few times I like was really scared of it. And then I saw my dad when my mom and dad would argue, my dad was like very fucking chill. My dad would like whisper something, but it could be like the most toxic shit. And it would just be like a huge fuck you. And I, as a kid thought like, that's how I want to be. Like, I want to be able to just sit here and like with my legs crossed, say something that fucking pisses you off. And not even have to act like I was even mad. You know, I could just smile and be like, you're a fucking stupid cunt. And then she was like screaming and probably screaming because I'm so fucking calm, you know. Um, But it was like they were polar opposites. One of them, my mom was super loud. My dad was super quiet. So I was scared of the loud and I wanted to just be like my dad and just be quiet and chill the fuck out. I don't need to scream. I could just say it, you know. Um... And now fast forward, like 10 years later, I'm like 18 or 19 in a relationship in senior year. And me and my girlfriend are driving. I don't even know where the fuck we were going. We were going to like Oberweiss. I had a lot of fights in this relationship. Well, I'll explain later. But I had a lot of fights in this relationship that was like just stemmed from fucking like nothing. It was like we got in a fight weeks ago and we're mad and then we just like let out that anger in different ways like she wants to go to fucking potbelly i want to go to mcdonald's even though that would never fucking happen i actually hate mcdonald's it would be like she wants to go to popeyes i want to go to fucking did i even say popeyes before uh i want to go to chick-fil-a and we would create a fucking argument out of that, right? So it was at the point where we're just kind of throwing shit at the wall, st- seeing what sticks, and getting mad at absolutely nothing. Now, here's where the deep part comes in. We're driving, and I think I was like maybe playing music or like texting while I'm driving, and she yells at me to like switch lanes. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to switch lanes. And then she she fucking screams at me to switch lanes. But when she yelled... I heard my mom's voice. Now that is fuck. Like, let that sit in for a second. I was scared of my mom when she was when I was young. When she would yell at me. Now, ten years later, I'm a fucking adult. My girlfriend yells at me, and I like literally heard my mom yelling in her, and that scared the fuck out of me. And I literally, like, as a 19 or 18 year old person, broke down and started crying, and like. Obviously, I switched fucking lanes because I was scared of shit. I was like, God, fucking damn it, fine, switch lanes. And now I'm just sitting there like, I'm like crying. And I'm like, I don't even know. I can't explain it. It was like for a split second, I was five years old getting yelled at by my mom. And I had that same fear as I, like, does it make, it makes sense, right? Um, And man, that was fucked up. And if one of you guys can explain that, Please do, because now I think about, like, am I going to get yelled at, and is that shit going to happen again? Like, just these fucking weird flashbacks. Um, But how I handled that was uh, she started crying. She really felt bad. Um, She was a fucking sweetheart, but she just was a fucking little bit too much of a cunt sometimes for me to handle it. (laughs) Uh, So she you know, was felt really bad and she was crying and she was saying she was sorry. And obviously she didn't fucking get why I was crying. So I had to explain it, but I think I just dropped her off at home and I was just like, couldn't do it. Or I took her back to my house and like, she got in her car and left. And then I explained it later. But yeah, I mean, that was just fucked up. That was probably my worst argument, even though it wasn't really an argument. I also had a lot of times where, you know, like, 
I don't know. I told you guys about she was just mad, like just would wake up mad. And then I would have to deal with that. There was also a fucking guy. This is what pissed me off. Now, I used to kind of be the jealous type. So for you guys and girls that are out there that like don't want your boyfriend or girlfriend talking to another guy or there's like maybe there's a girl that he talked to when he was like before you guys started dating and you always kind of have like a chip on your shoulder about this chick, right? Uh, I get that. You know, you don't want him talking to her because there was a little bit of history there and you just want to focus on you two. It does make sense. It's it's how you approach that that becomes really fucking psychopath or not psychopath. Um, like if you block her number and you fucking every time you see her, you like make a big scene about it. And if you like really fucking make sure your boyfriend does not see her, that's probably a little bit psychotic, right? Because you don't really have to do all that. Uh, if you trusted your boyfriend, you would just chill the fuck out and believe that he's not going to talk to her. Um I had, like, my girlfriend was super loyal when I was a senior. It was, like, not complaining at all. But there were, kind of fucking sketchy, though. But, hey, I would say it's still loyal. There was, like, a guy that she knew that was, like, her good friend that would go to her fucking locker every goddamn day and, like, sit there and talk to her about her feelings. And, like, in the beginning, I didn't really care. But then it was, like, four or five months in the relationship. And I was just kind of like, hey, you know, we're, like, we are it's kind of us. So let's make it like more about me and you when it comes to talking about your fucking emotions. Like when you wake up and roll out of bed and you're pissed off, why do I get to see you at your locker? Like explaining the problems to this fucking guy. And I'm left clueless when like we're dating, you know, that's just kind of fucking kind of odd. Doesn't really, it's not really how it should work. Um, so you know what the fucking, Oh, the stroke job of the week is your girlfriend or boyfriend's quote-unquote best friend. That's the fucking stroke job of the week. And not because it's like a petty. It's not anything about like jealousy or anything like that. It's because that person gets all the fucking like bullshit out, like, out of your relationship. You know when a lot of girls do this too. A lot of girls have like a group chat with like their fucking eight twat friends and they're all just like fucking, oh my God, Jerry did this and fucking Eli is such a fucking douchebag and oh my God, can you believe this? And they just send fucking group chat or screenshots of their arguments to them and then all of the girls give their fucking opinions and then that like balls up into this big fucking ball of anger and then that gets shot out at fucking you the boyfriend or girlfriend, okay? So fuck that. The the boyfriend the boyfriend or girlfriend's best friend or best friends. You guys are the stroke jobs of the fucking week because you your opinions fuck up. Like it takes an argument and just brings it to the next level. So if I'm arguing with fucking Taylor and Taylor's best friend is Sarah, and me and Taylor are dating. Um, now we're having an argument about like, hey, I want to order chicken wings. She wants to order fucking sushi. Small argument, right? Then Taylor texts fucking Sarah and goes, can you fucking believe he wants sushi over wings? And then Sarah goes, do you fucking remember when he cheated on his ex-girlfriend? I bet she wanted wings. And then Taylor fucking texts me and goes, wait, you fucking cheated in your past. You're, I'm not fucking listening to you. You're manipulating the fuck out of me. And then it turns into this big thing. When we could have just fucking got chicken wings or sushi. I didn't even fucking stay with the story. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> sorry if that was loud. Um, it's just, fuck you guys. 
girlfriend and boyfriend, you guys should always keep your emotions together and just lay it out on the table. Don't text your group chats. Don't ask your best friends. Leave all that because it will just fucking ruin shit even more. Um, <laughs> damn, I just, I got, I got a little mad there. Um, no, I didn't get mad. I just got really fucking into it. But, um, so here's my fans fucking, I don't even like to say fans. Let's fucking, we're more than, it's not, it's not fans. These are my friends' uh, submissions that they gave me in my DMs when I asked for the question about worst arguments you've had. Um, <clears throat> this girl DM says, oh, probably shouldn't say their name. This girl says, one time I got into a fight with Paul and we threw, and he threw a picture frame at the window when we lived, oh, and I threw a picture frame at the window when we lived in a ground floor apartment. You know what's fucking weird about this one? I read this and got a little nostalgic. Um, maybe I shouldn't be telling this story, but this, who gives a fuck? Um, I was a kid. I'm, I'm going to make it quick. I was a kid and my parents would argue a lot, obviously. And one day I woke, I like heard a fucking thump, you know, like something fell. And I went upstairs to my parents' room and my dad was like on the ground and there was a fucking shattered whatever, like a shattered, um, shattered glass somewhere from a picture frame, I think. And, uh, I was told that my mom threw a picture frame and he ducked and like fell on the ground. And then like 10 years later, she fucking kicked him in the balls. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of shit. When, when people throw frames at windows, maybe something a lot fucking deeper is going on there. So instantly when I read this DM, I kind of thought like, you know what? Maybe, maybe he ducked and got kicked in the fucking balls really. But hey, you know what? I'll buy it. If you threw a picture frame at the window, then good. It's better than doing what my parents did. So keep, keep fucking throwing shit at your boyfriend and uh, try to just hit him. Like try to, you know, don't, maybe don't throw shit, right? Um, the next one is, I don't really know I was going with that, so I just wanted to go over it. Um, but yeah, that was just a little nostalgic story that I had about, uh, I maybe I'm, watch, now my mom's going to text me and be like, I can't fucking believe you said that on your fucking podcast. And my dad's going to give me the fucking whole bit. Sometimes I just, you know, I wish, sometimes it would be good if my parents didn't listen to my podcast. But um, this girl says, uh, we w we had gone to the movie theater bef with my mom and sister. Before we went in, he was texting someone and receiving calls that he was silencing. Probably another girl. Uh, so when he just started falling asleep, he told me he was going to sleep in his car. He was a snorer and said he was embarrassed. On the other side, I thought he was going to continue texting or calling whoever he, had com he was communicating with. So he just started falling asleep in the movies and then... Oh, so he was in the movies, like, texting a girl and then left to his car and said he was falling asleep. Okay, well, you're, I mean, you're wrong. You know, you're a fucking idiot. If a girl, or if your boyfriend is texting another girl and then says he's all of a sudden tired, he's probably going in the car and, like, getting some coconut oil and beating off while he has phone sex with her, you know? So, I mean, you're not wrong. You, should, you didn't deserve that, right? Obviously, the guy was a piece of shit, but um, you shouldn't have bought the fact that he was tired. Fuck that. I would have just, like, I don't know, the psycho fucking jealous whatever in me would have just, like, grabbed the phone and been like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? But the right thing to do would have been to sit there and say, hey, I'm your girlfriend. Please don't fuck other women or text about it. Um, so you probably should have done that, you know? 
the next one says, I called, Bla this one's really fucking, like, really just insecure, like, basic guy thing. I called Black Bear, which is a, he's a rapper, like a musician. I called Black Bear cute when I met him at a concert, and my ex basically act, acted like I was cheating on him and said, remember that when I call a girl cute, how fucking petty of a fucking pussy guy is this? <laughs> Uh, that same ex got drunk and kicked me out of his house. I left and he got pissed off at me for leaving. Okay, so your ex-boyfriend is a big fucking moron. That's basically what you're saying. Uh, could you imagine? I actually, oh, that's like the story I told you guys at like episode eight with the Latina girl when I said like Kim Kardashian was hot and then she got mad at me. That's like the same thing. You called Black Bear cute when I met him at a concert and then the ex-boyfriend or the boyfriend at the time was like, you better fucking remember that when I say that about a girl. What the fuck? Why would you even do that? Dude, f go jerk off, you know? Like, clearly there's something built up that you need to let out. And you gotta, I don't know. That's That type of guy is so, like, that's so, like, 20-year-old guy type of thing to do. Or even, like, 17, 18, just, like, high school relationship, uh... Yeah, that's why you just, that's why you try to date older people, because you need more mature fucking, the chances of you finding someone your same age, or whatever your rule is, two years up, two years down, whatever the fuck it is, the chance of you finding someone that's your, like, age range, that's as mature as you, or that can fucking live up to your standards is really hard, um, especially, I know, being a guy, a lot of fucking guys are like that, like, you, if you're my girlfriend and you're hot, you can't date other guys. You can't look at other guys. You can't, even if it's fucking Black Bear, which is a very stunning, fucking amazing artist. I actually love Black Bear. But even if it's like Justin Bieber, Black Bear, whoever, you can't do that because, hey, I'm insecure as fuck. And uh, I'm worried that if you're tr attracted to another guy, that my fucking two-inch penis won't be able to, able to satisfy you anymore. That's basically what he's saying. Um... Let's see this next one. This is this one. This girl's got a fucking answer for everything. I actually love this girl. Uh, she said, once we got into a fight, once I got into a fight with my ex, we were dating because he was being rude. He gave me half, he gave me a half-assed apology and I didn't want to accept it. So he ripped his jersey off the wall that I hung up and stormed out and drove home. Okay, a little bit over-exaggerating, right? We talked on the phone and then he, he then... Oh, wait. He, we talked on the phone, and on his way home, he then crapped and hung up all of a sudden? I don't understand what... You didn't write that right. But okay, rolling with it. He shit his pants, I guess, is what I'm taking from this. Uh, I called him and he didn't, didn't pick up for an hour. Oh, I, I think she said that he said crap on the phone. Like, crap, I gotta go. Okay, that makes sense. Um I go to his house the next afternoon because I knew something was up because he was all over social media, but he was ducking my texts. Uh, went to his car and saw that his car was not wrecked in any way. He lied to me about getting in a car crash. His sister came out yelling and I told her to back the fuck up. This girl's a fucking fighter, man. Uh, he then started bawling his eyes out and told me he loves me and wants to be with me, but not right now. I said, LMAO, bye, bitch. He tried to talk to me and call me after we broke up. Two days later, I had found out he was cheating on me with his ex. He was actually a crazy motherfucker. Okay, so he lied to you. He, I don't know what the whole... I don't know the crap thing. I don't know if he shit his pants or if he got in a car accident. That part, I was a little bit confused. But um, 
lied to you about getting in a car crash, and then anytime, okay, this is for all you fucking females all, out there, all the fucking sisters out there, all right? You guys, if a guy tells you, I really like you, but I just can't date you right now, he is cheating on you, doesn't give a fuck about you anymore, or he wants to fuck someone else, period. That The whole like, oh, we've been dating for three fucking years, but now I woke up and, oh, I just don't really, I'm not really feeling it anymore, but I still love you, but not feeling it right now. That doesn't happen, okay? Uh, I think I probably used the same line, like, when I was thinking about fucking breaking up with my girlfriend or thinking about a different girl. It doesn't, ha- like, that doesn't happen, you know? So, for all you fucking girls out there, you, you're getting cheated on. And, uh... She is fucking proof. This story is proof. Cheating on him with his ex. And that's a that's a hard thing because, you know, I've been there. You and your ex have a lot of chemistry and you start dating a new girl and now your ex wants you back. So you feel like you got to get sucked in. I get it. It's a hard situation. But the simple thing is text your ex-girlfriend and say, hey, you fucking had a shot and you blew it. So go fuck yourself. You know, you can't do you can't do shit like that. This guy says, a couple of buddies and I were planning a trip to Coachella, but two of us were unable to get tickets. I really want to go to Coachella, by the way. Not because of any of the acts, just because I want to see, like, the fucking sexiest woman. And, like, you just, like, models just walking around. It's like fucking utopia. Um, About two weeks before the festival, I won two tickets on the radio. I offered the second ticket to my girlfriend at the time, but she was unable to go. I plan to take my other buddy who was also unable to buy a ticket, right? Good move. The guy's just trying to give a fucking ticket out. You know, he should have texted me. She was, she demanded that I sell both tickets and not go because she couldn't go. This is so fucking, dude, I swear to God, I feel like my girlfriend did this with Lollapalooza. Something like this, something happened. I got to hold my head because something happened. Um... I didn't sell them and went anyways, which ultimately blew up and led to us breaking up. First of all, fucking, I want to applaud you for not being fucking bitch for your girlfriend. So many guys in this situation would have looked at this and been like, great, now I can't go to fucking Coachella. Great, I'm going to have the worst weekend ever. And they just wouldn't go. You, sir, you did the right thing. Fuck you. I'm going, okay? You couldn't go? Hey, that's on you. Whatever the fuck your reason was for you not being able to go, that's your thing, right? You had work. You had fucking, you know, maybe it was something dark. Maybe you're fucking someone died. But, hey, you got fucking unlucky. So, God, God made it so you couldn't go to the concert. That's how God wanted shit to work out in your life. But in my life, he wants me to fucking go because I won these tickets on the radio. I got lucky. I'm bringing my buddy and we're going to go have a fun time, right? Now, your girlfriend is salty. That's This is pure fucking bag of salt. For all you older people that don't know what salty means, it's basically like you're bitter, you're jealous, you're fucking like wish you could do something that the other person's doing, you know, it's just all of that mixed into one. Jealousy, bitter, fucking, a little, a little dash of being a fucking compulsive, you know, schiz, not schizophrenic, uh, psychotic bitch, you know? So, and guys have this too. It's not just a woman thing. Guys are very, very, very salty. Guys are more salty than women most of the time. But in this case, she was super salty about you being able to go because she wanted to, obviously, and she couldn't go. And uh, she wanted to make, it's like, she wanted to make your life shittier because her life was shitty. And anytime that happens in a relationship, fucking see ya. 
that should also be an instant red flag. Because if I, it's like if me and my girlfriend were planning a trip, or not even planning a trip. It's like if me and my girlfriend were going to go to the fucking beach with a bunch of our friends, right? And now that morning I wake up and I feel really sick. I can't go to the beach, but everyone else is going. It's going to be a great time. Everyone's going to be catching up. So what do I do? Instead of just sitting in bed, taking my fucking L and being sick, the salty version of me would be like, hey, you know, I really don't think you should go. I don't want you going. And then she's like, well, I'm going to have a lot of fun. And it's like Sarah's going and fucking Tiffany. And then the guy is just fucking holds his goddamn ground and just plays that salty fucking card and basically says, you're not going because I fucking said you can't. And if you do go, we're going to get in a fight and probably break up. And then it's like you're risking your relationship just by going to the fucking beach. So, yeah, salty. I fucking hate that shit when like. Just don't fucking, you don't do it. You know, good thing you guys are broken up because she would have been toxic in the future. Um, This guy says, you don't have arguments with your wife. You just delay losing. And I said, what do you mean? He says, the woman always gets what what they want. Even if the guy wins, he then feels bad about it. Like, I kind of get that. I could see that. But how about just don't fucking argue, you know? Is that, maybe that's too good to be true. I'm 20 years old, so I don't know. But, yeah, just how about you just don't argue then, you know? Let's just make make that a thing. Or don't fucking play bitch, man. Like, hold your ground and just debate things. Like, my, my go-to move when I was arguing with a girl was always like, I see where you're coming from, but how about we make something out of both of our opinions? I would literally say that. Like, okay, you think this way, I think this way. Rather than trying to convince each other to fucking come over to one side or the other, which probably won't happen. Let's take both of our fucking ideas, throw them out the window, and then create something that is both. That's my fucking, that's like the perfect plan. You know, you want to fucking go to a mall. I want to go have fucking sex. What can we do in between? We can go in the parking lot and you can give me a hand job. <laughs> no, okay, obviously that's not what I fucking mean, but... That's like, okay, now I need to think of an analogy that's serious. Um, <laughs> so you want to go to the movies. I really want to just go out to eat. I don't want to go for a movie. What do we do? We go to iPick Theater where you can eat food and fucking, imagine if I just threw an ad into there. <laughs> so I don't, you get what I'm saying, all right? You take both fucking, take both your opinions and make something out of it. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, so that's kind of it. There was only like seven submissions I had, which I get it. You know, maybe it's a little personal. I love talking about this shit. So I just, I have a lot of fun when it comes to relationships and all this shit, sex, whatever the fuck. Because it's like, a lot of people aren't open about it. I like to be open about fucking anything. You know, I don't like to have shit that I'm thinking about that like weighs my fucking mind down. I like to just get it all out, have fucking fun, you know, be myself. And uh, that's kind of it. So now, oh, I got, I want to talk about these. So I sold shoes to a guy on Instagram. A lot of the shoes that I sell to people, I don't really, I don't know the people, right? It's just like, hey man, I'm a size 10. I need these shoes. Can you hook me up? And then I fucking hook him up. And I don't even know if I sold shoes to this guy. I feel like what happened was he asked me to buy shoes and I just told him like, yeah, man, like you could get them online for a little bit cheaper, just to be honest with you. Like... I could sell them to you, but 
this website and I sent him a link and I said like you could find him here for this price like go grab him which is a very like po- not popular uh, I do that very often sometimes if I know I could get a shoe but the market's low like I'll just be like you know what fuck it man go to this website like I don't need to make 50 bucks on you like just buy them here and I just send the link or if I'm really busy you know I'm traveling I don't have time to get the shoes or I make a few phone calls and my guys don't have them I'll always direct my customers somewhere you know if I can't get the shoes I'm going to make sure I send you a link to a website that you can because at the end of the day I care about you guys getting shoes I don't care about me making fucking money uh you guys deserve it you know I'm thankful for you all you guys fucking make my business way better so if this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey man, I got a budget of 250 I really can't afford to get these fucking shoes if it's a dollar over $250, i will be like, you know what, fucking here. There's a used pair that's worn twice, buy them here, it's a fucking steal. Rather than being like, oh, sorry bro, you're fucking broke, I only sell them for $300. i am not that type of guy, which a lot of fucking resellers are. But I helped this guy out and uh, he forwarded me to one of his friends that created a, a shoe company and a few days went by and then I got a package in the mail that said like, it was like a thank you package and I had all these fucking slippers in here and here's what they are. These are called time slippers. Um, I have like four fucking pairs, so I'll be showing you guys them a few more times. Um, they're a high top. They remind me of like a retro one. I'm showing them on the video podcast right now, but if you, I guess I'm going to explain it to the listeners. Uh, there's, they got a white sole. It's like a white rubber gum fucking sole. Uh, and then the whole upper of the shoe is made with Italian genuine leather and they have a strap on them. It's like a Velcro strap. And here's what's dope about these. You guys know I wear Uggs. You know that I'm very fucking, I don't give a fuck about what I wear. I'm, I, if I can wear Uggs and be comfortable, I'll, I'll wear them, you know? Uh, these are actually, it's like a slipper. This is the best way I could explain it. It's like a slipper on the inside and a fucking casual like running type of like sporty shoe on the outside. The inside is this shortcut wool lining throughout the whole fucking shoe, like literally to the inside of the toe. The whole shoe is wool. And then, uh, I don't know if I'm saying that word weird because I do say my double O's weird. And then look at this fucking insole. I have never seen, and this is a hundred percent like no fucking doubt. This insole is the best shoe insole I've ever seen. It's, when it comes to stock shoes, keep in mind. Like, you get a Jordan 1, you pull out the insole. It's very fucking thin. There's a little layer of foam. This is literally made with yoga mats. You can see this top, which it's a wool insole as well, so it's super comfortable on top. And they got this super soft padding. And then the bottom is just this thick red, like, I want to say maybe a centimeter or two centimeters thick of just straight fucking yoga mat. And walking on these insoles is like getting a fucking blowjob in the morning or or whenever your favorite time to get a blowjob is. These insoles, <laughs> these insoles are better than that, okay? So you could imagine the best fucking BJ ever and then imagine wearing these insoles. You're going to be like, wow, that's fucking even compared to what I just got, you know? So... My point is, these are fucking great. Plus, I like these because you could really see that they fucking put effort into the shoes. The insole has this, like, uh, I don't know, even know how to explain it. It's like a tag, but it's stitched in. It's not just some fucking Jumpman logo that they, like, painted on that's going to come off. Like, this will be there from the first day you wear them to the fucking hundredth day that you wear them. And that's fucking just smart branding on their part as well. But 
Yeah, I mean, they're super flexible. You could fucking wear them outside. They're called time slippers, but they're more of a, they're more of a sneaker to me. Like I would wear these, I'm going to wear these in New York and walk around. They're so fucking comfortable, but it's just, I don't know. I, I hate to be like super ad, like Angelo's clearly got his first fucking ad. I hate to be like that, but uh, it's like, I, here's the, here's the side note. Okay. I didn't want to get ads on my podcast that didn't have to do with my podcast, right? I'm a sneakerhead. I love shoes. I like to have fun. I needed that perfect like shoe and like my, like I wanted to be interested in it and I wanted it to have something to do with shoes. So I didn't want to just be like, this is a comedy and sneaker podcast. By the way, here's some fucking almonds that I'm promoting. You know what I mean? Even though I did do that as a joke, I would never do that as like a serious like contract thing. But when these guys hit me up, sent me their shoes, I fell in love with the shoes. I love fucking wearing Uggs. I love comfortable shit. And they're just so like basic and plain and easy to fucking throw on. There's no laces. They fucking stretch out. You could just slip them on. So I fell in love with the product and that was is what made me want to do an ad, right? Because I was like, well, I got to show this off. And if I'm not passionate about it, I don't want to lead you guys the wrong way and just be like, here's some fucking piece of shit product. Go spend your money on it, right? So this was perfect to me. I really love these. And being a sneaker guy, seeing I've seen every single shoe out there. And uh, these don't compete in the sense of looks because obviously it's not a basketball shoe. It's meant as a slipper. But... And comfortability, these are fucking unreal and you should definitely go check them out. Now, it's not all fucking positive, right? I'm honest. You guys know I give you my fucking 100% honest opinion. And regardless of what the situation is, here's the negative part. They are pretty expensive when it comes to slippers, I think. If you think of slippers, you could go on Amazon. You could buy a low top pair for 30 bucks. You could go on, you know, maybe Target, find a nicer pair for 50 bucks. Uggs do cost like 100 to 180 dollars, so they make sense. Like Uggs and this company, they definitely compete with each other. Um, these high tops are 190 dollars. They have mid tops that are 150, and low tops that are a little bit less. I do think it's high for sure. And I told them that when I was on the phone with them, I said, "Look, I love your product. I think it's great. I think they're comfortable. I've worn them inside, and uh, I can't wait to wear them outside." But the fucking price point, I don't know if I could get behind. And we're working to make a deal for you guys where I could give you guys a promote or promotional code and you guys could get, you know, 10 or 20% off. And right now, if you go to their website and you were to buy something, you would already get 10% off your first order. So I'm helping you guys out. And uh, yeah, I just want you guys to check them out. Just give it a fucking go look at them. Plus, a lot of people don't like a big fucking swoosh on their shoe or a big emblem or logo. So it's nice that they're just very fucking plain looking and they don't scream like... I fucking love Under Armour or Nike or whatever. So go check those out. Um, I'll be explaining a little bit more about them. But genuine leather. You got the fucking wool on the inside. Your feet may sweat a little bit as well. So I would recommend a lighter sock. Only because obviously it's fucking wool on the inside. So don't like wear Nike Elites and then put these on. Because you will fucking sweat. So whatever that means, uh, just put a light sock on. Don't fucking... I wear thick socks with Jordan 1s. And my feet are fucking sweating, but there's a little bit of ventilation in them and like a little bit of fucking, I don't know, I guess it's leather. So I don't sweat as much. These you will sweat, but put a sock on that's fucking light and you won't sweat. And there's a lot of other colors on there. I do want to get in. I told this guy that I want to um, 
get them in hand and I want to saw them in half or rip off, like rip apart the whole shoe. And then I'm going to make a video on YouTube and really show you guys like the materials and what's going into the shoe. Because like I said, if I like a product, I want to promote it and I want to fucking give it my all. I don't want to just be a fucking lying stroke job. I don't want to become the stroke job of the week is basically what I'm saying. So time slippers, go check them out. And uh, I'll be talking to you guys more about those soon. And thank you guys for listening. I had a lot of fun today. I hope you guys don't get too triggered at my uh, stories that I talk about. And I hope you guys are cool with me talking about relationships and shit like this. If you're starting to get over it, because I know I do do it a lot, tell me so that I won't do it anymore. But uh, this is just what I fucking enjoy talking about. So I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Enjoy your fucking week. Oh, Super Bowl fucking score prediction. Who are the teams that are in it? Fuck. I think it's the Patriots and like the Rams. Um, Patriots is gonna. Patriots are gonna have fucking thirty-four points. The Rams are gonna have seventeen. I don't even know if you could get seventeen. Wait, yeah, you can. Right, seven, fourteen, kick a field goal. Yeah. So whatever the score I just said, that's gonna be the score. And if it's right, I get a fucking. I get a lot of money from one of you guys. So have a good Sunday and enjoy the rest of your week. Oh, I'm going to New York this week, so I don't know if I'm gonna do the next podcast a little bit late. But just to fucking, I'm just know that I told you guys it might be late next Sunday. So thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Fucking whatever.